Welcome. I am Ed Bejarana, and you've arrived at the Business Buffet Podcast, where you get a taste of business from entrepreneurs who've had both good and bad moments in business. You'll learn from business chefs of all type those things they would have done different and figure out how those ingredients might help your personal recipe for success. Grab a plate and take a seat. It is time to eat hearty in business. Thank you for tuning in to Business Buffet. This is Ed loving the life in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. My goodness, North Idaho just is better than any place else I've lived. Okay, maybe not Frankfurt, Germany. Frankfurt, Germany was pretty cool, and one day I'll tell you that story. Well, with me in studio, I've got a special guest. Have you ever thought, man, I'm just not in the right business, Uh, but I'm a pretty good talker. Maybe I could talk for a living. If you have, then you really want to tune in to today's episode because my guest, Tabitha Kroc, she is just a podcaster extraordinaire. Tabitha, thank you so much for coming on the program today. Thank you. And I love that you said my name right. My dad will be very happy because when my name goes in the paper, it's usually spelled wrong or said wrong. So thank you for checking. (laughs) Well, you know what? It's funny because I actually have difficulty with names. You would think somebody with Bejarana, and if you have to see how it's spelled to understand this joke, but you would think I could pronounce anything. Mm -hmm. No, not not a chance. So tell the listeners a little bit about you. Let's avoid the podcast for just a second. Who is Tabitha? So I am a rare local North Idaho girl, uh, born and raised, and then went to school, college in Montana, and then came back because what you just said North Idaho, Coeur d'Alene is the best place to live. So I wound up back here working for nonprofits. I'm the executive director for the North Idaho Centennial Trail. Um, And then I do some side hustles, events. And then I also um, started my own podcast a little over a year ago. So tell us about the podcast. Uh, It's called Keeping Tabs with Tabitha. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Awesome name. Exactly. When I was like, do I do tabs? And I was like, can we play on a name? And then one of my girlfriends says, keeping tabs. And I was like, perfect. I'm keeping tabs on everyone. I know everybody, what what they're doing. Um, So I started this podcast and I actually started a video project. COVID hit. And my job is to reach out to local people, is to meet in person, to network. And we're not allowed to do that. And so I said, Um, this is my job. This is how I raise money. This is how I connect with people. What do I do? Um, and there was another local gentleman that was doing something, um, really cool. He was kind of interviewing people for five to 10 minutes and just getting their quick story, what business they did, what they did. And it was an entrepreneur. It was a business owner. It was, you know, nonprofit leader. And so I was like, I'm going to steal your idea. And Jeff Conroy, he's like, that's the best flattery. Of course, steal my idea. So I said, I'm going to do 60. So two months of videos whether it's just me speaking to a camera with a selfie video or it's I'm going to zoom in and interview someone. I'm just going to do that for two months. I'm stuck in a cabin for two months. I was in Big Bear at, the, at that point with my fiance now. Big and, Bear, California? Yes. That's where I learned how to ski. Really? Yeah. yeah I that, how to ski there. I, well, and you're, uh, we had just come back from Hawaii. He owned a cabin up there. We're like, well, I guess we'll just hang out here and see what happens next. It's a great area. Yeah. It is. It was yeah. very peaceful and quiet. There was not much going on up there. And so I started just doing this in his loft at this little cabin. And so I interviewed people and it just kind of grew from there. And then after that, I go, what's next? So two weeks are over. And then someone goes, why don't you just turn into a podcast? And I was like, uh, yes, I have no idea what I'm doing, but ding, I'm ding, jumping ding, ding, ding. in and I'm doing it. So that's how the keeping tabs started. 
So what what is the what is the theme of the podcast? What what's the direction? So I um, I'm very passionate about our community. I'm born and raised in the area, and I love local business owners, and I love what our community does, and I want to. I really love to promote other people. I really do. I want you to succeed. I want us to have the same connections where you can help me and I can help you or get you connected with one of my friends. Like I love seeing people succeed. I really do. I know it's cliche, but I really do enjoy seeing one of my friends go, Hey, that girl you introduced me to now we're working together. and We're going to make a thousand dollar, whatever it is, or we're going to like, you know, help children or, you know, whatever, at whatever scale it is, I get excited about that. So and I got ambitious, so I decided to do two podcasts a week, um, and I Mondays, I focus on a local business owner, entrepreneur, podcaster, whoever it is in the North Idaho, Post Falls, Hayden, Coeur d'Alene, kind of focus on that, and then on Fridays, I try to bring in someone from outside the community, so I think we live in a small town, and it's very conservative around here, but I think sometimes we need some outside perspective. We need to see that other people are doing some great things and not necessarily they are like one side or the other, but they're just a good person doing good things in this world. So that's my Friday is like, let's bring in a new perspective, a new thing, something different that kind of makes you think differently or at least see the other side on like a normal level platform. Very, very cool. So now, I mean, you're doing, you've got a day job and this, this starts as a side hustle. Do you see this? maybe one day taking over as the primary? Oh, I would love that. <laughs> I love to talk and I love to listen. And I love, um, so one of my biggest, like, I guess, role models, inspirations, Barbara Walters. Oh, sure. So anytime I make someone cry, I get a little bit of like a tingly happiness inside. I know it's bad, but if I make someone cry or they start to tear up, I'm like, oh, Barbara would be proud. See, I have to bring onions and start cutting them in front of <laughs> That, that I could make anybody cry at that point. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. So let me, let me kind of back into this one here. If you kind of had it all to do over again, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're starting from square one, you know, everything that you know now, uh, what's the one thing that you would change and why, what would you do different? Oh, I mean, there's still stuff I wish I would be doing different. Um, the right equipment helps and the right education helps. I have known nothing about technology and like video and editing. So it has been a definitely like, maybe I should have called someone that was a podcaster before me and said, Hey, what are like the three things I need to focus on? Or here's some advice. Like I probably should have reached out to people that have like the experience. Cause right now, like, especially at the beginning, I was just like, well, record, let's hope this works. <laughs> and then I was like, I'd freak out every time I'd start recording. I was like, oh, what if this doesn't record? I'm going to have to call you back and be like, hey, can we do the episode again? So I think it was just like, I'm very like, jump in and just do it. I'm a just go-getter. When you say, hey, can you do this? I'm like, I'm in. But yeah, And I think that's a that's a super important skill. It is, that, yes. I, I might even go so far as to say that's a superpower. Mm. You know, so many small business people just kind of feel like they're stuck in a rut and they can't get started. Yep. They got a great idea. They've, they, they're the technician going to the e-myth revisited here. They they know their stuff, Correct. but they're afraid of the business side. And and I think like you just said, sometimes you, you just got to do it. Oh, that's me. That's me. And But I'm like, oh, maybe I should have planned a little bit. Like my fiance, he's the opposite. He's like, well, let's really plan this out. And I'm like, no, let's just go and just see what happens. He's like, maybe we should compliment and do a little bit of both. And so um, I guess 
I guess there's negative and positive to both of those. So what was your, um, I'm going to call it the worst, but let me qualify that one before, <laughs> before you answer that. Because if you are sitting at home right now thinking, you know, I might want to start a podcast. And you can go onto the internet and say, do a search, how do I start a podcast? And you're going to get a gazillion search results. But wouldn't it be great if you could just listen to somebody who's done it? Yeah. Who's maybe just a couple of steps ahead of you, who, when they started, really didn't know anything? Mm -hmm. That's both of us. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. You know, yeah, I had a professional music career, but I never worked behind the mic. Yeah. I worked behind the drum set. Mm -hmm. What do I know about podcasting? So um, take take this question in that vein. What was the worst episode that you've produced that looking back on it now, boy, I wish I would have done this to avoid that. What is that and what is this? So I think anybody that I interview that has no idea anything about sound and then you like start recording and they've got like echoing in the back and they've got, they're doing it on on top of a boat in the ocean like then you're like oh gosh and people are like oh the sound and I'm like yeah so it picks up all of that stuff especially when you're not in the same studio or the same place you can't control that and so whether I'm zooming with them or trying to do it on an app or something I think it's just like being aware be like hey I need you in a quiet room I need you to have clear voice let's find is it your computer is it a mic is it your phone what's going to be the best to get the best sound and I think looking back at some of those early episodes I'm like Maybe I should have warned them. Hey, maybe get in a quiet room. I think that's on a couple of my guests. I'm like, oh, it's just the sound. Okay, so now you, who are you hosting your podcasts with? I think it's, yeah, it's Anchor right now. Anchor, yeah. okay. And Anchor has just a ton of tools. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about how Anchor works? I love Anchor just for the fact, for some of myself that has no idea how technology works. I just kind of figure stuff out. They make it easy for you. They show you how to upload it. You can go right in there and edit it right in the app. They upload it and then they put it out on all those platforms. And so what I like is that I can do my intro and put that in there. Then I put the episode in there and then I can have my sponsorships right in there and I can move stuff around and then I can go in and edit it. And then I just push click and it says, D -d 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 -d, and there's fireworks that happen. They say it's uploaded, give it like three minutes and it's already on Spotify. It's already on I, you know, iTunes podcasts. And I'm like, that was easy. So it just makes the beginners feel more confident in doing podcasting. And I've referred a lot of people to Anchor because mm -hmm. there's one other thing that it does that's actually really critical. And all of those how to podcast uh, videos and, and documents that you're going to read out there, they don't tell you this part. This is kind of one of those hidden tricks to take yeah. your production to the next professional level. And Anchor does this automatically. There's a certain volume output that your podcast has to be recorded at. It's called LUFS, L-U-F-S. See, I'm learning so much already. <laughs> and it's got to be at minus 16 LUFS. That's the standard. Uh, I, I forget what LUFS stand for. It doesn't matter. Look it up. But <laughs> Anchor does that automatically for you. Yeah. So you hit publish and boom, it automatically adjusts the volume of all your clips so that everything sounds professional. Yeah. And your voice sounds great. Your Thank podcast you. sounds fabulous. So from the interview side, let's talk a little bit about what have you, uh, 
done for, I don't know, education, self-improvement, uh, personal growth, however, however you want to phrase it, to get ready for interviewing people. Because some entrepreneurs, yeah, they're not so keen on the idea of sitting down and interviewing somebody for 20 to 60 minutes. He, if you could see my eyes right now, they got super big because I'm like, yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. Or you're just pulling the information. You're just like, come on, give me something. They're like, yes, they answer like the question. I'm like, what inspires you? My mom. And then it's done. I'm like, no, you can't say that. Give me something else. And I'm like, but why? She's of, you know, and it it makes it difficult. But I research my guests a lot. Um, locally, it's been nice. I've actually had a lot of people reach out to me and they're like, can you interview me? I know this will help my business. You have an audience that I want to reach. So that's almost like inspiring in itself is because now people are reaching out to me and they're like, hey, so then they, they take it on the ownership of like, I need to have my shit together too. So then I do the same. It's like, I just research their business and, you know, go onto their social media. I'm a big social media advocate and a fan of because you can learn so much about a business and a person on social media. There's just, I mean, so much information right there. So I do a lot of that kind of research. And then I've been reaching out to some social media influencers on my Friday podcasts um, and their whole life is right on there. So it makes it really easy to prepare for it. I ask, there's like three or four questions I always ask about, you know, if you had a billboard, what would your billboard say? It's like almost like in just like a job interview. But then I love the podcast and you probably are the same way that you don't have to answer, ask questions. It's just like talking to your friend or right. talking to someone and those are my favorite. But yeah, like your your question was, is like, how do I research them? It's it's sometimes difficult though. Right. <laughs> well, have, now have you have you interviewed somebody like really famous? Oh, I did. Um, what is this? Oh gosh, now I'm drawing a blank. There's some social media influencers that I have that are like have millions of followers that I've interviewed. Um, and there's a guy from Walt Disney and I am drawing a blank and I cannot believe this. Uh, and that's okay. Cause the question is really going to come down to when you're interviewing a, a local, maybe even somebody, you know, a friend versus when you're interviewing somebody famous, yeah. do you prepare for that interview any differently? Yes, I definitely for someone that's more famous or someone that's well known is because I know I'm going to reach a whole different audience and I want to be well prepared because I don't know them personally. I can't ask them about, you know, that event that they had last week. I can't ask them about how their mom's doing or, you know what I mean? Like I can't ask about those intimate questions because I don't know them that way. So I really have to be ready to go and kind of research them a little bit more and be more prepared. I feel like when I, I interviewed one of my girlfriends and she's going to be my hundredth episode. I didn't have to prepare. I had a couple questions down, but I know her so well that like, if it kind of got a little laggy, I could be like, Hey, you know, what's going on here? Cause I already know what's happening in her business. So for the person who's still a little reticent, let's talk about the, you've already mentioned social media, but let's talk about the publishing side. Somebody might be sitting there thinking, yeah, I can't afford the hardware. We're going to talk about that. I can't afford all of the mics and, and the recording equipment. Uh, we're going to talk about that. But I really, I, I don't know anything about building a website mm. or publishing podcast material. What's involved in that process? I say, well, if, if you're thinking about it and it's something that you really have like been thinking about for months or years, I say jump. Yeah, guess what? If you just have your phone and that's all you can afford and can handle and can do right now, so what? Like you're starting somewhere. Like I look back at my early episodes or even like when I was doing the video project and I'm like, this is 
Like, this is awful. And I had my phone or someone like something happened like right before go time. And I'm talking to someone that doesn't have time to redo it again. And I'm like, I'm just going to have to zoom on my, my phone on my app and then just upload it into the cloud and do, and I've just had to be, just do it. Like I just, that's my biggest recommendation is just do it no matter what you have. If it's a phone, if it's a decent camera, if it's whatever it is, as long as the sound sounds decent, I, I just say, just jump in and do it. And then how do you get people to find your podcast? I, like I said before, I'm a social media person, big time. Um, there's, we're so lucky to have this generation. Yes, there's negative sides in social media. We know that. And there's sometimes I, I'm a, I have a van and I shut my phone off and I get lost in the mountains and it's, I'm so happy there. But, you know, LinkedIn, everything from LinkedIn to Instagram to Facebook to, I mean, even like Pinterest, like there's people there and it's that easy. And if you have a small group of following and people are loving what you're doing, they're going to reshare. They're going to reach out to you like, hey, I want to come on your podcast. Hey, I would love to. I think I could. And that's the part sometimes, I don't know if you've dealt with that. You're kind of like, oh, I just don't know if you'd be the good fit though. You know, you don't want to hurt your friend's feelings because you're just like, I don't know if this is right. But I just think that it's like, that's the part I've done or, you know, and then I have these social media, social media influencers. There's this one girl I interviewed and then she, what she did, I gave her all the stuff and she shared on all of her platforms. I got new listeners, new followers from just that person. So I just think I'm really lucky to have that. And then also I just share that on, you know, I have, I have a great supportive family too. <laughs> hey mom, can you share my podcast? <laughs> so for those of you thinking, well, I got to have a big fancy website. No, you don't. Nope. Like I said, as I don't have a website, I told him, I just told Ed this is that I'm going to, you know, that's one of my winter projects is working on a website um, and just getting something basic, a landing page so that if I get more sponsors or anything like that, I have a landing page. But right now I direct everyone to my social media and that's where everyone I have conversations with is right on Instagram and Facebook. Now, some people might be thinking, yeah, but in order to have a successful podcast, you've got to have millions and millions of right? listeners. <laughs> Can you debunk that myth or yeah, tell, tell I mean, the listener a little bit about what is the listener base that a typical podcast should expect? So I'm one of those crazy people that love to do it. I just put it out on audio, but I also do video. I do everything on YouTube and then social media. Um, and, you know, I have probably two to 300 follow, like listeners, consistent listeners. And that's between YouTube and because some people are video people and some people want the, the Spotify. They listen on their road trip. But I mean... I have a couple hundred followers, consistent followers, and I have sponsorships. So I don't have a million followers and maybe one day I will, but that wasn't like the goal of having this podcast. If it happens, it happens and that's going to be great and I'm going to love it. But if not, I mean, I'm successful with it and the connections that happen from it. Like, let me tell you what, as a business owner or as an entrepreneur, People are going to see you in a different world, in a different light. And then you're going to have that conversation before and after with your interviewer. And you're going to be like, oh, I know this person that needs your services. Oh, I know this person that would love to connect with you. Oh, great. Then you got a new business deal. You got, you know what I mean? So the connections and the people you meet from podcasting is mind blowing. You know, I've been a networker my entire business life. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can go back 35 years of working. I've always networked. The effectiveness of every other style of networking I've done pales in comparison mm. to podcasting. 100%. It's just like when I tell people, I'm like, you got to learn to golf because when are you going to get on a golf? When are you going to have four hours alone with this CEO of this company? 
He's going to want to golf with you, but you're never going to get four hours alone. You're going to get quick coffee meeting. You're going to get like over the phone junk. Yeah. You'll be lucky if you get a five minute conversation. But let's be honest. Everybody loves talking about themselves. Mm -hmm. So if you get to have me and you talk and then you're like, oh, wait, you're doing this now. Great. I'm doing this too. Let's connect and like, let's both make money off of it or let's help each other. I mean, you're not going to get another 30, depending on how long your podcast is, 30 to an hour. And the connection you made is lifelong. When you're looking at your podcast, if you guys are thinking, you know, I might want to do this and Tabitha's really making a strong case, I, I should try this, but I just don't know if I have the knack, if I don't, I don't think I have the kind of voice that's going to be, I, I've never liked myself on the radio. I've never liked my recorded voice. This is just a mental block. Get over it. Yeah. Help, help the listener understand just how unimportant it is that you think your voice sounds good on this on the radio. Yeah. It's well, and it's so funny. I used to be the same exact way. Now I love listening to myself. I'm like, ooh, I sounded good today. Like I knew what I was talking about. I didn't jumble over questions. Like there's some days you're just not in it. You haven't had enough coffee. You just got enough stress happening in your life. I get it. But like you kind of just need to get over it because. I mean, your voice, I don't know. It's just who you are. It's its pretty amazing. And when you talk to your one of your best friends, you don't worry about what you're saying and the message you're, convo- you know, you're conveying over your voice. I mean, it, it's so funny because I've interviewed a couple people and they're like, I can't listen to this episode. I was like, but you did great in this episode. They're like, I can't stand my voice. I'm like, what? And so I guess I didn't realize that. And I think it's many years of public speaking and just being like, I don't know. It's like, well, and, and I hear it all the time. Right? I, from, from a content development standpoint, you know, for the business owner who's been told time and time again by their web developer, you got you to gotta blog, you got to write, you got to create new content for your website. And they're saying, I don't know how to write. I can't write. And, oh, 300 words. That's just for, that, that's impossible for me to do. Well, podcasting is content. Mm-hmm. And when you transcribe it, there's potentially thousands of words added on every episode to your website. This is a really, really simple way to create content. Because if I told you, I want you to sit down and write a thousand word essay. Oof. You, it, she just rolled her eyes. That's, that's exactly <laughs> not what a you would be doing. I mean, this is radio, so you didn't get the facial expression, exactly. but she totally rolled her eyes. But if I said, I'd like to sit down and talk to you for 10 minutes, I was like, sure. Easy. 10 minutes, that's all? 10 minutes, that's a thousand words. Mm-hmm. If you speak at about 95 words a minute, that's a thousand words. True. So it is so easy to create highly, highly valuable content. Mm-hmm. And if you've got a, a just even a modicum of entertainment in your, in your voice, <laughs> people are going to tune in. The, the numbers in the industry say that if your podcast reaches about three to 4,000 downloads per month, you can expect to make somewhere over $1,200 a month in sponsorship revenue. If your podcast is is reaching eight, nine, ten thousand 10,000 people a month, you can expect to start making maybe $9,000, $10,000 a month. Mm. Unlike radio, where they, they're basing it on 
hundreds of thousands of yeah. listeners and there's no playback, there's no record, there's no store, there's no way to forward download, that, yeah. download to forward to your friend to say, oh, you've just got to hear what uh, so-and-so said on, on 1021. <laughs> but on the podcast, it's there forever. It's there to be shared and it's highly targeted content. Mm-hmm. So the people who want to hear it, find it, listen to it, share it and love it. Yeah. And it's easy because you can pause it. You're the, I, I love road trips. I love to listen to my podcast. So let me ask you a big, hairy, audacious question here. If you weren't doing keeping tabs with Tabitha, but you were still going to be podcasting, what else would you do? What would be another podcast topic you would do? Ooh, that's fun. That's a fun question. I'm stealing that question. <laughs> <laughs> what would I be doing? Oh my goodness. Um, Probably it would be about the van life and traveling. It's where my heart is. It's where, I mean, national parks, taking care of our planet. It would be around that kind of realm because that's where my my passion is, is those national parks. And my fiance and I have a van and we're remodeling it. And it's a lot of work. Now, what kind of national parks? You've got the people who like deserts, forests. I'm a mountain girl. You're a mountain girl. Yes, but I want to visit as many as I can. Um, got the big map, and I get to scratch off every time I go to a new one. Just um, And I got to take my fiancé to Glacier not too long ago, so that was fantastic. Um, or that would be fitness, because fitness has been also part of my life running and stuff. So, But that's a good question. I'm like, man, what? Because I do, I get sucked into the crime podcast every once in a while. It's one of those ones like mind dump where you don't have to think about anything, and you're like invested in the story. You're like... And my fiance walked in. He's like, why are you listening to this? He's like, are you planning to kill me? And I was like, <laughs> no, but I really like it. <laughs> you know what? I had, I had thought about doing fiction or mm-hmm. doing crime or, or something in that genre. And there's a lot of production. Oh, there is a ton of production. Unlike what Tabitha and I are talking about right now, where you get on and you talk about something you love or something that you are professional at doing, that's easy. Mm-hmm. You don't even need to buy thousands of dollars worth of equipment. Now I'm a junkie. I I did. I invested heavy in in the equipment, but I'm I'm in it for the long haul, and I'm not doing just one podcast right now. I have eight podcasts and Whoa. twelve more in the works. So I'm a production house. That's a different realm. You ignore people like me. This is why I'm not telling you what to do on podcasting. <laughs> but I really think. Most small businesses should start their own podcast. I think the the entry cost to podcasting is so very low that there's really no reason why everybody couldn't do it. Oh, I hundred, I agree with you a thousand percent. Like, how easy was it for me to do it? And I didn't buy anything until like I actually like a week or two into actually podcasting. I was like, I should probably get a little bit better mic, but like. Other than that, I was like, I don't need anything until it gets a little bit bigger. Then I want like an area, like a studio where I just have for my in-town people and then starting to get more of the higher equipment. But I agree with you 100%. Like, like this is, I mean, it's free almost if you just have the basic equipment. Yeah, with your cell phone. Yeah. Your your memo recording app on your cell phone. I have clients who send me content. I just say, turn on the memo recorder and get get your mouth close to it record it, send it to me, and I'll fix it from there. Yeah. I mean, I'm using the software that there's subscription software, Adobe Acrobat, excuse me, Adobe Audition. 
uh, it's $50 a month if you subscribe to the full service. It's only $29 a month if you just get Adobe Audition. And, and then you can do the filtering, the mastering, the, the balance of the EQ and special effects. You can speed things up, slow it down, change the pitch, make it higher, right. make it lower. So you can do all that st- fancy stuff with that expensive software that's really not that expensive. Well, and then with the, like the um, Anchor app, like that's fantastic because you can actually, like if you don't live in the same town as someone and you call them, you can call them through Anchor and record right on there. Yeah, so you get this high fidelity sound, and you like, don't have to worry about the the sound like it's coming through a cell, the, the cell phone, and they're and they're, and they're breaking up. And they're, but, but, so it's high fidelity. Yeah, I was like, I had a guy. He was like, has it started to start his podcast? And I was like, do it. That's awesome. He's a fitness guy, and we met, and he did on there, and it sounded fantastic through a phone on an app. What does it cost a month for Anchor? If you don't mind me asking, I don't know if I've spent any money on Anchor. You're using the free version? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't even stepped it up yet. So there you go. There you go. She's got 100 episodes in a year. She doesn't even have to pay for her hosting. It gets pushed everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, all of the important places where over 100 million people tune in to listen to podcasts every day. Yeah. And I've, I've invested in zoom. I did invest into a higher zoom. So I do my zoom and then, cause I like the video, I'm a video person. And, um, so I put it now I get to have the audio and video and it separates it for you. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to get in there and try to figure out how to take the ad audio out. It's just like, here's the audio and here's the visual. And I was like, what? It's that easy. So I uploaded on anchor and then uploaded on YouTube and we're good. Boom. Now, when you're doing the video, so you're taking the video of the people that you're interviewing mm-hmm. and splicing that together for YouTube. Yep. Perfect. And then I have like an introduction and like my sponsorship piece and all that. So how did you get your music? That might be a question somebody's asking. I was very lucky. I m- met the right people um, to do music for me. Um, Josh Blakely, give him a little shout out. He did my intro and music for me. Um, very grateful for him, but he's a good friend of mine and, um, his boss allowed him to give him a little time for me to help, help me out on that piece. So how do people learn more about you and your podcast? Go to social media. Um, I have multiple, so I have keeping tabs with Tabitha social media, Instagram, and then I'm Tabitha runs as well on Instagram, but then I'm just Tabitha Croc, K-R-A-A-C-K on Facebook. I'm all over LinkedIn. Um, it's hard not to find me. Yeah, you kind of trip over you. I know. I'm like, I'm here again. Hello. And I try to keep up on social media. It's it's overwhelming sometimes, but it's also fun. I get to connect with people I would have never connected with if it wasn't for social media. Any final thoughts? Mm, if you are thinking about doing a podcast, even like a slight little thought, do it. Please do it. It will help your business immensely. I'm seeing real estate agents out here doing it. I'm seeing small business owners just doing once. You can do once a week once a month and just do it. I promise you it will pay off. If somebody has questions, can they message you on social? Please do. I love to help my friends out. I love to push them. I'll be like, yes, do it here. Here, use this, do this. So please, I will, I will answer any questions. You know, and we say that because we learn from you. You ask us a question. If we don't know the answer, because we're just that type of people, we're going to go figure it out and teach you because you just forced us to learn something. Right. Or you'll be like, when you do find out, can you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> well, Tabitha, thank you so much for taking time to come in studio and share with my listeners how to become successful as a podcaster. Thanks, Ed. It is that dreaded time when we must push away from the table and digest what we've taken in. 
The ingredients you've learned today can and should be used in your own business recipe and shared with the world. Like this program on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you consume your podcast material and drop in again next week to enjoy another hearty dish of the Business Buffet Podcast.